After being addicted to methamphetamines, I couldn't shake it. But then the power of scripture and Jesus set me free forever and completely changed my life. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about the reality of the path that drug use leads a person to, and it's not good. In our last few shows, we've been talking about how Catherine Wissenend had her life dragged through the mud, literally being put into vulnerable places where she was raped against her will, and even then, she couldn't stop seeking the drugs to heal her trauma. But then Catherine shared with us how she came to know Jesus Christ. But at first still couldn't stop the drug use and the immoral lifestyle until a moment when she truly surrendered her life to Jesus and started devouring scripture as if it was a drug. And she started experiencing breakthrough. Today, we're going to talk more about how she was truly set free by the power of Christ. Catherine, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on. Catherine, thank you. Thank you again for coming back. And this is my favorite part because we're going to really dissect how Jesus set you free from all this addiction and trauma. Now, briefly describe this new life you found in Christ. Is it new? Yeah, it's like having a whole new desire in my heart, a desire to do the right thing and to serve others and to serve Jesus instead of, you know, my old self, which was more focused on just what I wanted and what I needed and obviously finding the next drug and the next high. Now, this need to serve the Lord and to help others, do you find it more fulfilling than when you were trying to fulfill yourself? Yes. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is to get all of my evangelist (laughs) materials and like set up a booth somewhere and just talk to people about Jesus. Wow. No kidding. So, you are like really into sharing this news. Now, How did this newness heal the past brokenness? Let's get real here, because specifically, the idea of giving your body over for sex to get drugs, this is a pretty difficult mindset. How did this new mindset change in you? So Jesus just kind of revealed to me personally that he made me and that my body was made for him and I didn't have to use it to do the things that I was doing before and that I had more value in what he gave me than the value that was prescribed to me from what these men maybe thought of me or what I could get from using my body for these purposes. Yeah. Do you feel like Jesus has brought a new pureness into your life? Yeah, he definitely has healed me from the past. I don't blame myself anymore for the stuff that I did. And I'm just waiting for God to give me a husband. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So you feel like there's newness, such newness that you're looking for the new thing that God has for you. Now, let me ask you, how did you get healing from the trauma from the gang rape? How did you overcome that? That specific situation, I just had to really think through my thought process of what had happened and pinpoint what the lies were in that situation. I talked about how I immediately like blamed myself for going there, for doing it. And I just pinpointed the lie in that situation was that 
I was vulnerable and I, I shouldn't have blamed myself. I should accept the fact that I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the Lord at the time. I was surviving. And so I have been able to forgive myself and also to forgive them for what they did because they don't know what they're doing either. They're caught in sin and maybe they don't realize what they're doing is hurting people. Oh my gosh. You know, the echoes when Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do. But for you to say that, like, and you're saying that, that's phenomenal. How did this change heal your relationship with your lost children? So I have a good relationship with my mom now. She has custody of my older two kids. And I'm able to see them on a regular basis and I'm able to parent them and kind of direct them in the right way instead of being a bad example for them like I would have been or could have been if Jesus hadn't chosen to come in and save me from everything that I was doing. So he redeemed your physical family life. That's amazing. How did you start feeling about drugs compared to when you didn't know the Lord? Like back then, obviously you loved the drugs, but how do you feel about it now? Yeah. So I love the drugs before. I love the way they made me feel. I love that I could escape. I loved them for what they gave to me, but I also hated them because they were destroying my life. I see. So it was a love-hate relationship back then. Yeah, it was. Now I see them for what they are, which is a tool of the enemy to trap, to kill, steal, and destroy. So when I think about drugs, I just hate them. I can't stand them. I don't want anything to do with them. And I want to be able to tell other people about how horrible and destructive they are and how it's basically just a giant lie. The drugs offer this pleasure, this goodness, this fun. But then on the back end, what they give you is pain, destruction, loss, brokenness. Gosh. Now, let me ask you a question. How does being close to God change your life? Like for you? Can you walk us through how this worked for you? How did you get close to God? Yeah, I almost want to say that he forced me to get close to him. He chased me down in my worst moments. Oh, man. The horrible things I've done. And he just stayed there and was like, no, I'm not letting you go. I'm not letting you go. So you experienced the love of God. It was similar to Jesus with Mary Magdalene. Like It was just like, I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah. So that love has changed me because he never abandoned me. And so now I love to tell people like, he's there, he's with you. He loves you. Amen. Amen. What would you say to the person who's dealing with drug addiction right now? How can they experience the freedom that you have experienced? I would say that if you're dealing with drug addiction right now, that Jesus is better and that he can help you just cry out to him and ask him, ask him for help. And no matter how many times that you maybe go back to that drug addiction, do not ever give up. That's amazing. Catherine, Jesus is the superstar in your life. Thank you for joining us today to make Jesus famous because what a glorious thing Jesus did in your life to bring you through that trauma, to bring you through all of that pain and to bring you to a place of holiness and godliness. And I understand that that's your heart is to live a pure and holy life. Isn't that right? Yes. I just want to wait for what God has for me instead of trying to go out and get it for myself. Amen. Amen. Catherine, we are praying for you. We thank God for your salvation. You're such a light for many who are listening. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure to be here. Don't go anywhere. I have good news to share with you right after the short break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. 
People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So, what are you thinking? To me, this is fantastic. But we always got to look at things objectively and see what is really going on here with Catherine's testimony. First thing that really stood out to me was Catherine's working out her salvation. You know, she didn't just pray a prayer and then just claim to be a Christian. I really appreciate that about her. She really swapped her addiction to drugs and instead became addicted to the Word of God, which is fascinating because you're probably like, how on earth does that work? And why would that work? It just seems like it's a fairy tale, but it's not. Listen, this is a reality and this is true. And let me explain to you. Did you know that there's extreme amounts of power in Holy Scripture? And such a power that it can feed the soul, shape the soul, and deliver the soul. You see, it's written in ancient scriptures in Hebrews 4, 12-13. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, from all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we must give account. You see, the Bible isn't just like any book. It is alive. It's living. It's quick. It moves. Meaning that God who is alive speaks through his word, the Holy Scriptures. Now, is this true? I mean, isn't this just the Bible verifying itself? Is it just like this self-promoting, you know, verse of it? I would say no. You see, someone who thinks that has not experienced truly reading the Bible at the same time as letting God speak to them through it. The Bible is truly living, and if you've experienced this, you know it. The scriptures are alive and powerful, and that word powerful means effective. Effective at what? Well, this means the scriptures were the very power that Catherine needed to defeat drug addiction, which mankind and science says it's very difficult, maybe even impossible. But the Holy Scriptures that Catherine was reading played an effect on her mind, her heart, and her emotions. You see, the Scriptures started to illuminate her. Look, how does she get set free? Look at what Scripture says, that the Word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. That means that the truths within the Bible are powerful enough to like cut someone free from the power of sin, even drug addiction. I mean, this is amazing, guys, if this is true. It's no wonder why there are Christians who get set free from sin and those who who never get set free. And I bet the difference is how much and how they engage with the Word of God. Another thing sticks out to me. All throughout Catherine's life, she believed in certain lies that enabled her to live a life as a drug addict. But through getting truths in her mind from the Bible, she was able to break free from that old lifestyle. It's written in John 8, 36. 
Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So according to this, Christians still being caught in sin is not a mature Christian life. Rather, one that is allowing the power of the Holy Scriptures to affect one's life, that person will be free from past sins. You see, it's a constant walk with the Lord that allows that freedom to happen. It's a struggle. It's not just like this one-off thing, but it does exist. Apostle Paul even called us to go from glory to glory. We're supposed to be growing in our faith, meaning growing in our freedom from sin. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Catherine found herself in Christ, and she became new. She's been restored. And this can happen for anyone who's listening under the sound of my breath. Lord Jesus, I'm praying with a person who's saying, Gosh, I'm so stuck in my old life, and I need this Jesus. I need the Holy Scriptures to affect my life, to help me to be set free. Lord Jesus, we want a relationship with you, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.